You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Test this thing, test. Test, I'm testing. Mine sounds good. How does your sound? It sounds fine. Talk up. I'm speaking. I'm speaking loud enough. Maybe you didn't turn the thing on high enough or something. I don't know. You're mumbling already. We haven't done okay. this in two weeks. No mumbling. This is going to be the no mumbling episode. We have a read. You know, Enunciation. We, uh, I think our last read. A-E-I-O. I think our last read for those. Uh, sometimes why those head speakers uh was wrong why didn't you give the wrong name no don't please what don't try to turn this on me yeah. i i did not you gave the wrong name, I didn't give the wrong name. first of all the wrong name starts with head speakers okay no, i know they're, they're headphones uh earbuds this is adam and eve we're not doing that what are they called they're called like this is like us getting ready for uh this is like p- getting the paperwork down and we're just uh, we're, we're settling in here this is what we're doing we're, we're settling in tweaked audio tweak what is it tweaked audio. i'll tell you where i use com. mine you tell me where you use yours and i'll tell you where i use mine first let me just say this if you go to tweakedaudio.com and use the promo code wife you get 33 percent off and they're and they're pretty good earbuds please talk up they're fantastic earbuds they don't tangle and uh so far i've been using mine every day no problems this is true when i was in vegas i used mine in the car so i didn't have to hold the phone to my ear is that true and i don't want to get a ticket so but you were doing that that is i never thought to use them for that no, here's, I have two ear- You preface this whole thing by this is true. Like, you th- yes. we thought something. Well, because I have two. Usually, like, people will say, like, this is true. I was attacked by a monkey. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. something crazy. Mm-hmm. Not, this is true. I use them instead of holding my phone to my ear. Yes. In the yes. car. Well, because when I travel on the road, you know, it's like when you go on the road, you have to bring as much as your life on the road with you to try to be as comfortable as you possibly can. You know, and you have to bring all of that in a suitcase, a Louis Vuitton computer bag, and a golf bag. So you have to bring pretty much. You also much. have a Louis Vuitton carry-on. Yeah, but I don't use the carry-on. That's only for a one or two-night stay. I use the you Louis Vuitton carry-on. You love that when you get to use the carry-on and when I get to use the Louis the Vuitton computer. carry-on and the computer bag, I feel like a million bucks. Uh, although my Louis Vuitton wallet, I have to get a new one because that wore out. But it lasted seven years. Seven. That's pretty good for a wallet, right? Seven years? I guess, yeah. So anyhow. I so, mean, I don't know. You didn't really use yours that often. Oh, is that like a cheap joke? Like he doesn't spend money or he doesn't take out credit cards? Is that what that was? Because it was uh, pretty obvious that that's what that was. You, well, want, you really need me to explain the well, joke. Well, but why would you say that? Because you know that's so far from the truth. Because uh, I'm sorry, I thought you knew who I was. I'm Bonnie. I'm a comedian. Um, I tell jokes. Yeah. And uh, try to keep the podcast entertaining where possible. So when you go on it's the road, it's hard to do. Let this me explain. Is you. A lot of people don't know this, but when you go on the road. You got to try to make. First of your all, life. let me. I think we're. I think we're off of tweakedaudio.com and into road stories with Rich Voss. Okay, and you, Rich Voss, here to tell us a little bit about how he does it on the road. So, in my suitcase, I'm not going to go over every item I pack. That would be crazy. 
but I have, you know, I put in, you know, I obviously clothes, my CDs I sell. I bring usually 50 CDs, uh, you know, on the road for a weekend or a week, whatever. 50 is enough. You know, I usually sell them all. That's my golf money, my spending money. The rest, my check goes to bills and, you know, and life. So I'll throw in, you know, some, uh, you know, my CDs, a pair of shoes, maybe, a, you know, I'll wear a pair of sneakers. So I have one pair of shoes, one one pair of sneakers, uh, you know, and then the clothes. And then I'll throw in maybe some travel peanut butter, you know, and if I go into the Continental uh, One Pass Club or the United Club, I'll steal some bananas. So I have some bananas and peanut butter to snack on. And, you know, and then in my computer bag, I have my stuff. But, you know, my car home here, when I'm driving, you know, I have that Bluetooth that goes right through the car. I get a call, boom, right through the car. I talk like I'm talking to somebody oh, sitting next back, to me. You went, you're, now, you're back Well, what to I'm saying is, so I use these uh oh, in my computer oh, bag. Hold on, oh. I'd like to tell you how I do things so people wait, know. Wait. If we have any listeners left. No, here, listen. <laughs> if anybody's still listening. No, after the people, that people horrendous bit of information. No, people are intrigued by this because people a lot They're of people by what? By the life of traveling. Yes, I get that. Okay. I get that people might be intrigued by that. But the way you tell it is unbelievably like you miss any interesting points and I go straight to like to I, I take travel peanut butter and I stop off at the elite lounge and get some bananas. bananas. So they have an idea of what you're doing because you're trying to live your life as normal as you can, but you're traveling. Like if I was home and I saw we had bananas and I was hungry, I want a little snack. I would take a banana and maybe spread a little peanut butter on it. So how can I relive that? How I'm sorry, can I, I don't know if I'm... I, I, how can I recreate that on the road, you know? Right, right. When I brought so, up those two things, is it, I wasn't like, we need more depth on those two things. Well, My point, I'm sorry, I should have made more clear, was no one cares about that shit. <laughs> okay, well, let me explain why. Well, now, but now, in me saying that, are you going to like now go into how big each piece of uh, banana is to each bite of peanut butter? No, that's you're being ridiculous. I'm trying to, I'm trying to paint the picture. That's what I do. I Just paint. Just be real right now. You're not being real. I am being real. Can you're I not finish? Not being real. I'm being real. I'm trying to be explain. Be real right now. Okay. Well, the reason I said I use those in the car, because in my computer bag I have my iPhone or iPad earplugs or you know the white ones and those are if i want them in the room but now i have in the room and in my rental car you see what i'm saying i keep i keep glasses oh, so i, I could read I, yeah no i'm one in the room one sure. in the rental car yeah you so can i don't reiterate it again i got it the first time well this way mm -hmm. that's how i live at home so i try to live on the road where i live last week i was in vegas uh Last week it was great. I was at the MGM at Brad Garrett's room. But I'll tell you a story. Oh, I can't. I can't wait. I'm on stage at Brad Garrett's room. This is a great comedy club. It's at the MGM Grand, which the place is too big. Is that on the strip? Yeah, it's too big. Like you get law. It's too like we stayed. I had the option to stay in the MGM Grand, or behind it are three. Uh, Hotel like MGM called a signature hotel, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're it's more like, long stay. Well, yeah, I don't know if they're. Yeah, they got kitchens in them, yeah. nice workout rooms, jacuzzis in the in the. And you don't have to like. I didn't use the jacuzzi once, but I looked at it going, I wanted to take a jacuzzi while I'm here, you know, or a whirlpool or whatever it is. But I didn't do it because I've heard stories about those. Right. So I didn't do that. What kind of stories? That yeah, gross. But not at this place, because this place was... Gross, like people have anal in there? Or gross, like you could get pink eye? Like an Oklahoma dentist. That's how gross. I don't get that. You don't get that? No. It was an Oklahoma dentist that they found out was using dirty uh, tools. Oh. Maybe like 7,000 or 8,000 people have hepatitis or HIV. Oh, Jesus. They're all getting tested for it. Oh, my God. Because one... 
you don't have to be. That's uh, why you don't go to the dentist. You don't, don't have to go. be upset in a Canadian way. You could be upset. Oh, good a, lord! So we. Oh, stayed, that's just awful, eh? So we stayed at the signature. I bet that was in a strip mall, eh? It was. It was beautiful. It was a nice the no, workout the, room. The dentist. Did you see? Like I'm assuming you read the story online. Did they show a picture of the place? Yeah. Was it in a strip mall? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I was just going, I hope he's not a Jew, but I don't think he would be a Jew in Oklahoma. No. You no. know what I mean? There's not too many Oklahoman Jews. Oklahoman? That's Oklahoman. From that Oklahoma. Really call- yeah, Oklahoman. So. Are you sure? I'm positive. If you're from Oklahoma, you're Oklahoman. Okay. If you're from North Carolina, you're a North Carolinaman. <laughs> okay. You didn't know that? If you're from, you're New, obviously joking. I'm no, I'm not. One. That's true. If you're from New Jersey, you're a New Jerseyman. A New Jerseyman. You're Oklahoma it's be man. real. Are you fucking think I'm not being? I'm New Jerseyan, you. not New Jersey man. Oh yeah, a new well, New Jersey in would be that, but an Oklahoman, a Oklahoma man, man, Oklahoman. Wouldn't it be Oklahoman? No, that's if you're gay in Oklahoma. So, okay. let me tell you this story, and then we'll move on. We'll talk about... Uh, I thought you were making a joke, like a not funny joke. Well, so I'm at... You really thought it was New Jerseyman? Uh, I, I don't... I wasn't even giving it a, a second thought. I don't care. I don't really care. You should give it a second thought. Maybe, maybe in your case, I'm not saying for everyone, but maybe for you, a third and a fourth thought. Before it spills out. So I'm at the MGM. Yes. Uh, great show. Dressing room is fantastic. There's mm-hmm. there's all now kinds there's of snacks. Candies in the what? They have candies in the. They have the like this. Uh, 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 I guess it's like a not a dresser. It's a like bureau. A bureau, like you know, with the little drawers. You know, like an index little file. What? The little drawers. The little drawers. Yeah. How do you the, spell that? D R A W draw. Okay. ERS. That's draw. correct. Yeah. That's right. Draw. Like the, fi- like, the, draw. Like, the, like the file thing. No, yeah, you know the filing draw. Everyone filing draws. Yeah. So. Of course you're going to get a filing draw. There's candy in everyone, all different kind of candies. There's fucking cookies everywhere, soda. It's all in like, the draws. It's like a pedophile mm-hmm. warehouse, all the candy and cookies in there. So. Uh, and there's water and soda and coffee and licorice. It's like fucking, you know. Was there any adult things? No. Oh, there was potato chips. So I'm on a good show. The, the girl who's working with me, uh, Lisa Alvarado, mm-hmm. funny, uh, not hard to look at. You couldn't stop talking about her. You I, literally couldn't stop talking about her. And then you made a couple phone calls where I heard you talking about her on the phone to people. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't talking about her on the phone to people. Yes, you were. No, I was No, I was talking to Brian. And then you were talking about her at the cellar and somebody sitting at the cellar, I won't say who. Said he used to date said her. Said he used to date her. her she's come up a million times. I Not anymore. And you go to me. I go, how old is she? Just because I was trying to figure out if I would know her or not in the comedy world. And you go, I don't know, but she used to be a model. (laughs) You were obviously trying to like... I wasn't trying to do anything. Like her and I were just friends. I mean, we held hands a lot, but as friends... You know know that would never happen because I don't hold hands. Not with me, but who knows? I wouldn't hold hands. Lisa Alvarado. I wouldn't hold hands. And then the other guy in the middle, I forget his name, like this... Jamaican Didn't black you try dude. to make out with her for eight seconds? No. No. Have you ever tried? Uh-uh. Why not? It's the open standing invitation for the Why rest of our lives. Why are we going to make out for somebody with eight seconds? It's just useless. Is it, though? Can I eat a pussy for eight, Eat somebody's pussy for eight seconds? You can kiss her anywhere you want. For, for eight, eight seconds. seconds. Can she kiss me anywhere for eight seconds? Yeah. So all I have to do is like masturbate for two minutes and 42 seconds. I mean, if go. you're, yeah, I mean, I think you could probably, it would be fine just the full eight seconds. But the point is, is that you would have to try, like the, 
the whole thing is that it's not that I trust you or whatever. I mean, go ahead and try to do what you want. It's that I know women and they're not going to just, because you have this, because your wife said it's okay, they're going to be like, oh, great. Well, let me do that then. No, I'm. They're ch- not. They're going to do it because I'm charming. That's what I am. I would, well, it, I would charm if, them. If this, if this, um, you know, whatever thing in our relationship that I've set forth, that I've okayed, approved, helps with your charm and helps you be a nicer person to people, then I'm glad I did it. Then I'm glad if it helps. Great. Can I finish my story and then you yeah, can move no, on? Yeah, no, please do. And then we'll be done the podcast, hopefully, <laughs> and uh, we'll all move on with our lives. So we're doing the shows at the MGM, and then I get a text. Great show. I laugh my ass off. Who the heck was that? I've heard the story 17 times. I'm so. thinking, who is that? Who is it? And then it was from Brad Garrett, who was sitting home in... In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, and he watches the show. And that I like that. You know why? His closed like circuit on his yeah. uh, home. At, at home. And I, you know why I like that? Because that means he cares about his club. But is he like watching TV and then there's just another TV off to the side that has it going on all no, the time? No, he... Wa- I'm, like, I'm does he sure. sit in an office and watch it? I don't understand. It doesn't matter. I'm sure he w- focuses. And and why I like that is How do you know? Why do you think he focuses? Because he wants to see what goes on in his room. His name is on that, on that sign. So I think he... Doesn't want it to be some bullshit room, you know. I know I a, agree with that, but I'm just saying, know, like, how many people is he really going to watch every comedian? No, he doesn't watch show? every show. He probably watches, you know, the beginning, the Monday or Monday to see how the comedians, you know, gel together, and you know, and then he brought, like he watched me Saturday because the head of all MGM Entertainment was at the show, which I didn't know. know now that I know that, if I ever go there, I'm just going to like be like, isn't he amazing, guys? He's the greatest. But I kind of like that he and did that once or twice just because that means he cares about his room. You know what I mean? Sure. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't like it if he was like, hey, tell if he texted you, stop doing that bit, whatever well, it was. No, no. Then you'd be like, he's too interested in the show. It's because he texted you great show that you're like that's a great guy who b- believes in his club if he had been like hey tell rich to t- you know do less crowd work you'd be like mind your business just because your name's on it you can't tell the comedians what to do hang on i gotta uh she's wrong about that all i know is it was uh okay if we start it was bonnie's birthday the other day we got in a big fight in the morning if we start talking about that she really did really did start it she makes it look like i started it makes it look like i have no bounce in my step that's what she says but she escalates things so i'm just planting that seed if we do talk about that she's not in the room now so just so you guys know i don't always start everything i am like an asshole sometimes but deep down inside you know i do what i gotta do uh, you know, I went out and bought her birthday presents and stuff and was taking her to breakfast. She thought I'd make her breakfast in bed. You know, what the fuck? I can't get up that early. You know, I've done it before, but, you know, I made her breakfast in bed once and then I left and she took the eggs and, and hid them in the garbage. You know, so what makes you want to go out and do it again? Anyhow, so if we talk about her birthday, she, you know, I don't want to get in a fight with her again, but... I wasn't 100% wrong. Also, uh, we just got back. We were working. Uh, we just got back from working in uh, in uh, Arlington, Virginia together. What did you talk about while I was gone? Because I had to go. Just talking about, you know, Las Vegas and how, you know, it is working there. And I, I couldn't wait to get home. It, it was a long week. It's uh-huh. seven days. Uh-huh. Then I flew home and uh-huh. what, uh, you know, and then we started our life. Uh, you know, we had a, a long week. It was your birthday week. Oh, so. Hmm. What? A long week. Well, we did. We went to D.C. We drove down on Thursday night. Do we go through? Yeah, Thursday yeah. night to do Friday radio. We did uh, two shows, one Friday, one Saturday. We could have done three, but they took one off because of Easter weekend. And uh, it's probably one of the best places we work. The audiences are great. It's the only place I work with you anymore. 
No, we worked Not a couple really. other places. Well, maybe some fundraisers or something like that, but. I mean, that's to me. I don't know. I mean, I, I was essentially don't go on the road. No, and Bonnie's name was on the marquee, too. And then the uh, the host. Thanks for bringing. Thank the you. host. Thank you for letting them know that. The host that. brought up on Saturday, goes, a big, uh, let's have it for our feature act. And Bonnie goes, he called me the feature. And then you made him say co-headliner the next night. Oh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't say anything. Yeah, because at the end of the show, he goes, let's No, 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 because he came in, he goes, sorry, I, I messed up your intro. And I was like, who ca- I didn't even notice. Who cares? You didn't notice. <laughs> and then, um, uh, well, the reason is, is because, I don't know, it probably doesn't make any difference, but you get a little anxiety, no matter what show it is, right before you go on. And there was no guest spot or anything. So I really did feel like the fucking stupid feature. So I didn't want to feel that way. So when he said it, I was like, ah, now I got, now I got nothing. But you killed. Yeah, I still did well, but I don't know if I killed. But you did well. I killed, but you did well. Thank you. Both I did, nights. I didn't see your set, so I don't know how you did. Yeah, I did. That place is great, man. I could have done way more time. I only did an hour, but they were so. You know what's good about that place compared to a comedy club? Most of the people going to the Arlington Cinema Draft House are going because they're fans of you or 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 myself. You know, if you're going to the comedy club, people are going, hey, let's go to a comedy club. And they see comedy club. But if you're going to the Draft House, usually, like, the people that are coming up that are working there. They're comedy there, fans. You they're know, either like, comedy fans or they know yeah, who they're coming to see. Jen Kirkman and uh, who else is coming there? What's his name? Uh, Duncan Trussell. And, oh, you know, I didn't see his name. A lot of alternative comics work there, but... The place does get a great crowd. So we worked there uh, Saturday. You know, like, like when you go on the road, you know, like Bonnie in the hotel room, like we live different, you know, on the road. You know, I like my stuff neat and stuff and everything in order. And she doesn't care. She'll throw her pants and her belt and her boots around, you know, and make coffee like it's nothing. You may, You were trying to take... A uh, uh, two coffee. Uh, you know how they had the single coffee makers where you put in like a little thing and it makes one cup. She tried to take a two cup thing of coffee that I had in my suitcase that makes two or three cups and try to make one cup out of it. You see what I mean? I would never do that. And you were and 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 you got scolded, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll do it again? Yeah, I did it the next morning. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, because I'm not going to live my life like, don't, don't you, I have one for two. I mean, it's just ridiculous some of the things that you do, you know, trying to take a dollar back from the maid. Or, no, I didn't. I mean, it's like weird, the, the, the little like insignificant things that you get all fucking upset about. I'm not going to have a fight about it because you know what? I honestly, I could fight on this podcast about 7,000 things right now. So you can try and engage me, but I don't care. I'm not. I don't want to fight. We're not. Just, we haven't done a podcast in two weeks. Yeah. Our so there's podcast. a lot of things that to go over like. Like what? Oh, okay. No rough spots. No rough spots to you. No rough spots you mean in our relationship or. No, I mean on my leg. On my leg. Yeah. Do I have any rough spots? <laughs> Why? Well, can you feel under my underarm and see if <laughs> I shaved close enough? No, I was talking to. I, there's so many people. Bobby Kelly. I don't know. Uh, Keith Robinson. Colin Quinn. Um, I, I, I talked to Colin today. Yeah. We talked about. I talked to you know because we're in the New York Post. You know they took like what fifty jokes from fifty other. Pretty bigger comics. Pretty bigger? Mm-hmm. Pretty well, good. <laughs> At least they got the most articulate ones. <laughs> Although Gino Biscani was in it, so mm-hmm. I got to kind of say, where is their credibility? You know what's funny about you? In your mind, like this, I do feel sorry for other comics, because if somebody comes to your attention as an open micer, they never move out of it. They never, like Gino's probably headlining around and stuff, and he will never, in 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 your mind, move out of open micer. Like if you saw him somewhere, you'd be like, ah, it's all open micers in here. 
they never what? until they move up and get their own shows it's almost like until you can't deny them anymore you're like one of those people like you're you're a feature act denier by <laughs> 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 feature no you don't you're an open micer oh but, uh, look who's here why are you hello we're doing a serious podcast so you have to go upstairs and play get back in the tub Go in the tub, and then we'll play. Uh, we'll watch TV together. No, it's gonna. Once we're done this, it's gonna be bedtime. Do you have any idea of time and stuff? Like it's eight thirty. Yeah, by oh. the time we're done the podcast, it's gonna be night. Then we're gonna do books in bed. It's gonna be nine thirty. It's like an hour past your bedtime already. I, I don't. We don't have to do books tonight. We'll just watch TV, you and I. Oh, I think meant you and I were doing books in bed. <laughs> <laughs> See how funny that was, right, Raina? <laughs> you like that one? Oh, uh, okay, okay. How, how, we we stopped and paused our uh, podcast last night to put Raina to bed, and uh, we're starting it back up. To we we've never done that. We've never did half, and then did the other. Well, did the other half the next day. That's not. I've always been very afraid of that. Very well, scared of the pause. I, I don't like that. I like to do a straight podcast straight through. That's how, I guess, you know, I mean, people like, you don't go do radio and go, hey, let's do two hours now and then we'll do two hours tonight. Should they pre-tape? Not yet. The ones that pre-tape are music, music venue, you know, the music outlet. There's pre-tape bits on radio? Yeah, bits. We're not bits. We're... Well, I mean, this is a bit, let's say. I just, bit. you know, I mean, now we got to get into the whole. The only thing I didn't like about the pause was that we had to, like, listen to a little bit of what we did yesterday. To see where the. And I hate, I did not like listening to it. I, well, you're I. You're too loud. You're too soft. I don't think I'm too soft. Yes. I think I'm too, like. You're too soft. I, I speak too too slowly it's like annoying well that, i'm gonna try to really speed it up today well you you're you're too soft and you're too slow you're right so i'm too slow i'm gonna speed it up you're double annoying i'm double annoying thank you for sharing that with me I'm so now i know it, i'm gonna tone it down hey let's just what do we like we have to fill another 35 fucking minutes give me a topic let's go let's roll well up to speed you know what's going on there's too much stuff on tv this is a this, this is a great time to be married. I actually thought about this. This is a great time to be married because the television is so good. I would hate to have to go on a date and go to a movie. Movies are disgusting. Well, horrible, would, terrible. It, unless you watch, unless it's a good one and you watch it at home on demand. You I know what know. I mean? Like uh, the only good movies are like kids' movies, like The Croods. I went with Raina. That was funny. Wreck'em Ralph. Wreck'em Ralph, yeah. That was good because Sarah's voice was in it, and I recognized it, and mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. She's really good in it. I'm a big fan of Sarah Silverman. You've always been a very big Sarah, big, very vocal Sarah supporter. Very big fan of Sarah Silverman. Very, very yeah. big. Big, big fan of Sarah. From the from the jump. Right from the beginning, even before I met you, big fan of Sarah Silverman. Uh, always been a fan. And she has been a fan of yours. Kind of, yeah. She's uh, she's been nice. I think she's one of the few people that actually feels sorry for you in the relationship. There's you no relationship I mean? between oh between her and I. You mean as a friendship relationship? You're saying? Are you seriously? What? <laughs> I can't believe you. I don't want. I don't want to be mean, but sometimes you say things that are so dumb. I can't. I don't think of you and Sarah having a relationship. And if you did have a relationship, I don't think she'd feel sorry for you in the relationship between you and her. I think when I say she's one of the few people that feel sorry for you, I should have said in this relationship. But I oh. didn't think that anyone would ever make that mistake. Well, all I know is... So, Sarah, uh, so I think Sarah knows me well enough. Yeah, to know, to know that, that maybe you're going through some shit. Maybe it's not so easy for you. I think the public, after listening to this podcast, 
knows you well enough to know that I'm going. There's no a lot way of- that you're helping your cause with this podcast. There's no way that people are listening and being like, "No, you know what?" No, I get some. I get some tweets going. Oh, God bless you. Well, you know, whoa, how do you do it? You know, I get a lot of podcasts where people are very pro me in this relationship because they know, you know how how pushy you are and how overpowering and over. What are some of the right. other words? <laughs> right. Overbearing and just you know, yes, yeah, emasculating. If that's a word you want to use, yes. Uh, and it's it's your personality. That's what it is. That's what attracted me to you. Was what attracted you to me? Just everything about you, you know, your messiness, your absent-mindedness, your your. Well, then why are you so mad about it now? Because that attracted to me. I it, but I didn't really adapt to it. It attracted me, you know, in the beginning. Hey, she's a free-spirited girl, but that's good when you're not married. But when you're married, that whole free-spirited. Shit. I'm not a free spirit anymore. No, no, but you're still absent-minded. You know. I miss those days when I was. So do I. Carefree. I miss. I was, you know, I'm. It's like a racehorse. I just ran. Like, I just don't get it. Back in the day, man, fucking girls were all over me. What happened? I mean, you. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but you stand around with your mouth hanging open. No. I mean, it's not an attractive thing. No. I'm do you really want me to go through it? I think girls would be attracted to you if you didn't. Like if they just saw a photo of you. No, but I'm not. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about girls that you, that are just like that have like who that have like three kids and. But those are. But you're at an age where you're not gonna. I mean. Why you don't think? See, it's kind of creepy. I mean, what I would feel sorry for a girl. Why would a young girl want to be married to you? I mean, no offense, but at least. You know, well, why would, what would she get up. out of having sex with you? Uh, like, just you expect her to just be totally turned on to you? Just be like, look at you and be like, whoa, this guy. She knows, A, you're not going to be nice to her. You get that from being on stage. You're not a person that's going to, like, overwhelm someone with, you know, kindness, flowers. I'll buy him, I'd buy him something to eat after the show or something. I'd I know, but you feel daughter. like, I mean, I don't know where you grew up or how you, like, your dating practices went when you were younger, but that's not over and above. That's not like, that's after minimum, a, After right? a show. So you feel like. After a show, you would think, you would think when I'm selling CDs, I sell CDs after my show. Well, you talk about your wife, you talk about your kids. Yeah, but you would think one in eight years, one would hit on me. Not even one. It's kind of like, <clears throat> it's it's really starting to bother me. Like, am I not Well, dressing? why don't you Maybe try going dress- on stage and being like, instead of being like that, getting, like, you're interested in getting laughs, obviously, on stage and, and doing what you do gets laughs, but... Why don't you try maybe not getting as many laughs, but being charming? Like you do say mean things to women. I've told you before, like women are more sensitive to certain things than men. You don't seem to, like you can make fun of the way a guy looks pretty easily, but you will like, you will have no problem calling a woman fat that her hair is dry. I don't call her fat. I don't call her fat. I call her, you know, like one lady in the audience the other night. Like I said to the you, guy, I've seen, I've watched a woman after you've torn her down, like try to do her hair in the audience, like redo it, and then started crying and left. Do you remember no, that? No, you didn't. Yes, I tell you, I know exactly where it was. Where? Um, Charlie Goodnights. She cried and left. Yeah. Do you remember? She was like mouthy oh, and model, stuff. Oh, the model, the one that was on that said she was a model. Or I don't something? know. I don't remember. She said she was a model, but she was on a date, and then you were like. She was being mouthy, I guess. Okay, so she or was snotty or something. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, she had it coming, but then you wait. Don't go over. Like she had it coming. Like, well, pull. I, I mean, that that's the thing is like, if it was a guy, you can sort of see you going for it like that much. Like, I enjoyed it when I was watching it, but I'm a mean person also. But then you, like. You relentlessly trashed her appearance and her hair. That's because she's kept... no. She goes, "I'm on top model or something." Once she was talking, no, that wasn't the, show. the girl. I don't think this girl was like. No, there was a girl more plain looking. No, there was a girl there at Good Nights 
that was I'm on top model. And she was talking. I'm going. Who? who but that was I wasn't yeah. there because I remember you telling me about that one. But this was different. This is where you came up with the whole bit about like you were saying like. If your hair was in a western, it would be roll like. Oh, if it was rolling across the street or something. In front of your hair would be rolling in front of a saloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they called it tumbleweed hair. Yeah, I mean it went on and on and. It had on. to be funny though. The audience was. It laughing. was funny. Like, well, first the audience was like, "This is what happens sometimes." Is like, the audience is like, "Whoa, too far," but if you go farther, like if you pull back, then the audience thinks they've got you. They're like, "Yeah." morally we're keeping you in check but if you go farther then they're like all right i guess we better get on board this guy's not gonna cheat this guy's not gonna do what we, we you know whatever and then they really started laughing but it really was like it, it did started to feel bullyish even though you couldn't stop laughing about it because she she then sat there and tried to fix her hair like put it in a ponytail and stuff and then you noticed that like this was when you were off her doing your stand-up and then you look back and start trashing her for having tried to do her hair like fix it and then she went to the bathroom and then she never came back to her seat and she left and the boyfriend with the date was like i don't care this is funny <laughs> like you were getting him on your you're like you don't want to date that you know well, but she started she doesn't have a good sense of humor and he was like yeah so he didn't leave and she took a cab home no, you're exaggerating. No, I remember the whole thing because I was upstairs and she came upstairs at one point point, was trying to get a cab and stuff. Wow. I feel bad now. She never emailed me. No hate mail on her? No, no hate mail. But, you know, she started it. She had, I would never do that. But I'm saying that, that girl probably I, wasn't going to hit on you after the show. And no Whoa. woman in that audience, even if they liked you, would hit on you because that's pretty intimidating. No, I would, first of all, I would never go Not after somebody. Not to mention you were there with your wife and your baby. I would never go to that extreme unless she was talking and interrupting the show. And just, I would never just go after somebody. No, no, I know. Never. I know. Unless they're. But you know, I don't think that, like. Like some lady the other night in the audience, this guy go, Are you with her? And he goes, No, she has five kids. Right? Did I say this already last night? And just a joke, I go, well, that's got a drag in the sand. You know, the audience laughed. It wasn't mean, you know. But I'm not going to be mean to somebody, you know, for no reason. I'm not a mean but person. But see, you don't think that's a mean thing to say. That's where that's where the disconnect starts what? right there. That's funny. That, that your vagina drags in the sand. <laughs> I said it's got a drag in the sand. <laughs> it's got to leave a trail. Right. But, no, it's funny, but you think in your mind, you're like, that wasn't mean. No, after five kids, that's not mean. After two kids, that might be that, mean. That woman who never said one word, her boyfriend or the guy she was with was mean, and then you were mean, and she didn't say one word. She didn't say she wasn't being rude or... Well, she was black, and black people have a better sense of humor. They they don't mind. Really, white people are more uptight. My point is... My point is, is you got to know what to say to white people I, and what to say to black people. I'm not trying to... Look, I'm just saying, a lot of people would think that was mean. Okay, so... Your sensitivity level is different than most people's, okay? You, you know what the problem so is? So when you say, I'm not mean, a lot of people would disagree with that. The problem is, you know what? You're like, here's the problem. I'm you're not trying like, to defend no, or, not, or but, deny no, anything. But you as this person who you are are like one that I could see you on one of those morning TV shows. You know, Dan, you know, Dan, he was a mean comic or like... You're starting to fall into this whole no 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 absolutely not. You're as mean as anybody. I I like mean comedy. I'm say I'm trying to point out to you that you don't know yourself. So you get to sit around and be like, I'm not mean. I'm this. I'm that. When you're using a different set of criteria than everyone else on the planet, you're like you and like, um, who's that guy? That we saw that movie that really, like, despot. Uh, fuck. What are you talking about? I'm trying to think of Amin or whatever his name is. A comic? No, no, no. A despot. A what? A ruler, a bad person. Okay, oh. here, oh. I'll, I'll read. Would you call it, would you call it a desk spot? A despot. A despot. Yeah. Who's ever heard of a despot? 
and would go, oh, ruler, king. No one's ever. Who you see you now? What the problem with you is? You like have like ten big words that you know, and you say them so people think, "Wow, she's fucking a despot." Yeah. Hey, hey, who is uh, who's the de- despot of England now? Who is uh? No, but that's ruling? not that's not. England doesn't England? have a despot. Who is uh the despot of Uganda? Who's ruling Uganda? Who's the king? But who's the mean person you're talking about? There was a lot of mean people. Forget it. My point, I'll, I'll use somebody else. I'll say, like, you and Hitler use the same criteria, and everyone else in the world uses a different well, criteria. Well, you know, good nights, a lot of weird stuff always happens at that club, which but I'm adding a couple Do you understand what I'm saying? I never feel like I'm getting through to you. Well, you I, I'm not saying you're mean. I enjoy it. I, no, I am saying you're mean, but I'm saying I enjoy you it. You get put and in I'm positions. Not, and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to do. I'm just saying you should you should be like this. You should be like, well, I mean, I'm a mean comic. You should I'm not know a mean that comic. I See, have that that's reputation. What I'm that's the I point. Have, okay, I that's have the a crazy I'm not point a mean that comic. I'm, I'm a fun. I'm not a mean comic. See, people compare a mean comic on you know what? Who is a mean a, comic? Who do you think is a mean comic? I don't comic? think there's mean comics. Comedy's comedy. I don't think they're mean. I don't think it's mean. Don't you it's think it's a, funny because it's mean a lot of times? Yeah, it's funny. No, I think it's funny because. It, it crosses the line. It's it's stuff. I don't know if it's mean or aggressive or just funny. Like at good night, so was a lady sitting in the audience, right, with this guy who is completely as gay as you possibly possibly can be, out of the closet, gay. Without him talking, you knew he was gay. Right. And you know what I mean. I mean, gay, 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 gay. Okay, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed the lady was holding a pillow. And I might have told this story in a pocket. She's holding a pillow. So I just said to her, I go, why do you have a pillow at the show? And she was holding it on her chest because she had both of her breasts removed. What's it called? A Double vasectomy? Yeah. One I mean, double two. mastectomy. Yeah, one or two. So she goes, well, I had my breasts removed. So in that moment, in the middle of a show when a lady says, I had my breast removed, what do I say? And I, the only thing I could think of was, I go, well, at least the guy you're with doesn't care. Right. Because he was gay. Okay. So would that be mean? Is did that the guy, mean? Did the guy he, laugh? Yes, he laughed. She laughed. I don't so, think that was that mean. But some people would think it's mean because Well, obviously, she if she's going to go out in public with a pillow where... Um, you know, people are going to ask about it or whatever, and she's going to openly talk about it. Then she doesn't have as big an issue, obviously. And what comic that doesn't do a word for she's, word? She's act? open about it, you know. You know, if you're a comic that doesn't do word for word, you're going to bring up, "Hey, why do you have a pillow? Why are you holding a pillow?" Like, you know. So I wasn't trying to be mean to her. Right. No, no, I, I, I. So, but people take different Are you going to use that as your whole defense against you're not mean? Oh, I'll give you other situations. Or you just felt like that was a funny thing that you wanted everyone to know. Oh, no, I was using that as a part of the defense. Nothing's funny. What about the woman who said that her her, um, son died? That was a TV taping. No, that was a TV taping. What does the TV taping have to do with if it's mean or not? Okay, I was talking about. First of all, the lady was loud and heckling during a TV taping. Okay. Loud and heckling. First wait, of hold all, on, wait, hold on. No, look, look. I'm not saying. Look, you're defending yourself as though I'm saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, you know, if you're a certain way, at least admit that you're a certain way. You say, uh, you could be like, I'm a mean comic. It gets laughs. People love it. No, it's but you great. Know it falls in the category. You know what it I is? I don't know why you're defending yourself no, against this. Like, I don't, because I got this right. You know, people. That, you have a reputation. You know, a why mean. do you think? Well, why do you think? How did that because come about? Because people perceive. Do you love when you when other comics say that you're like, you love those all those stories about you, like you telling younger comics to go get you a coffee or them being intimidated by you because, you know, whatever, them giving you their card and you tearing it up in front of them, whatever. Those are Those are funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because it's mean and it's funny, okay? So, but I'm saying, like, you love that 
it's like on the one hand you love sort of like having this reputation and on the other hand you're always defending it and fighting it so well, why don't you just, just own it and then it'd be easier no because i i own it i i know who i, I am who i am i'm trying to be funny okay yes nobody's denying that okay. it is funny but no one's the, denying most of that the part comics of it. from tough crowd have oh they were mean they're bullies you know the fucking word bully and I'll and I've said it and I'll say it again. You can't be bullied as an adult. So quick, quick. oh, they're bullies. Those comics. You know, we used to sit. What around. if you're a mentally handicapped adult? What's that? What if you're a mentally handicapped adult? Can they be bullied? Yeah. No, because they don't really understand what's going on anyhow. Really. A lot of the times. Really. A lot. I said a lot of the times, not all the times. Some of the times. And if you go after a mentally handicapped person, you're an asshole because they can't defend themselves. So. No, then you're, that's not a bully. You're just like a mean, creepy person. Who would attack a mentally, who would attack a mentally handicapped person? Not People a, do. Not a comic on stage. If you, People do. My sister is mentally handicapped. I People know. can be mean. But I've been on stage and I've, I, like, I've been talking to someone and then I grab that they're, like, slow and I move right off. I would never, ever in a million years. Like, if I think somebody is, like, maybe slow or something or I go to, I say to them, hey, what, do you have a job? You're drinking alcohol. Do you have a car? You know, do you drive? So I try to qualify them to make sure that they're not. Yeah, I make fun of anyone that has like an IQ of 95 or above. I feel like that's fair. Okay. <laughs> so that's I make good. them do a very quick test Uh-huh. right but, before. But uh, everybody from Tough Crowd has this, oh, they're mean, mean, mean comics and East Coast and mean. But why don't you just own it? Yeah. Because, so what? Okay. It's fun. Because it's club, on, club owners go, oh, we don't want him. He's too mean or he's They're going to find a reason to, to want you or not want you no matter what. It's not like if you, it's not like you saying I'm not mean makes people go, oh, you know what? He's not mean. No. People think you're that kind of comic anyway. Own it. Love it. I do. Be proud of it I'm, I'm and proud. move on. Well, I hear you saying all the time, I'm not mean. I'm In not real mean. life, I'm not mean. In real but, life. But that's what I'm saying. You're missing something. You're missing some sensitivity. Uh, like your your pie graph is off because you are mean. I've seen you be mean under the guise of being funny to people in stores, waitresses, on the phone. Somebody said on the phone, we were going to get the hotel and you called them and um, you asked if there was a fridge in the hotel and they said whatever, another hotel had fridges. And you were like, yeah, why are you telling me that? Why would you tell me that? Are you affiliated with that hotel? I mean, why would you? And they were like, yeah, we're affiliated. And then you were like, oh, okay. But you were ready to kind of go off. But why would they? I go, do you have a fridge in our room? And they go, no, but so-and-so. Well, what the fuck? What am I going to? Oh really? That make that's ridiculous. I kid. agree, but see, I but this is the thing. This is the thing that you miss. Actually, you think if you're right, then you're allowed to say whatever you want. But it's not about being right. It's about you it's can still be right and me. mean. When you you, if someone makes a flaw or somebody makes a mistake in front of you, then you are so quick to point it out hey, to them. You're right because when I make a mistake and I rub work, their face in it I'm a little bit, that's I, a kind of mean. Some people are a little more like let it go or oh okay yeah they might in their heads be like yeah why would they tell me that that's ridiculous but not everybody feels the need to like hold people's feet to the fire look when i call that hotel i go do you have a, a work sorry i have to use phrases like hold people's feet to I, the fire. I asked the hotel i called i go do you have a workout facility they said no but we could uh let you know where there's a a health club really I don't have fucking Google. Why would you say we can let you? Why are you? No. Do you have a, a workout facility? No, we don't. That's it. No. No, we don't. Tough so what shit. did you say to them? I think you're right. That's a silly thing to do. So what What did you say to them? I don't. I, I said, uh, you know, I go, that's your uh, amenities that you could tell me where to go. I go, that's. I go, that's. That's what you offer. Yeah. That's what you watch. I said to him, I go, that's. Well, you, hey, when you stay at our hotel, we could tell you where to go. That, you know, and I fucking <laughs> just trashed her and fucking hung up. <coughs> you know, not trashed her bad, but, you know, it's right, kind of like. Right, but you made sure she understood. Not to do it again. But but it's not up to her. It's well, up it's to like, the, like well, that's that's what they tell her. To, she's just a person that works. At you know, I don't really go after the employees. I usually always say to employees that I'm arguing with, like. You, it's, you I, get mad at them, and then I've heard you no. do this before. You've. You've taken them down, and then you oh. go, it's not your fault. 
I know it's not your fault, but you've already. No, I, I say the company you work for has no morals, there are no scruples. Um, you know, I know you have to work there. You have a family to support. Everybody has to do what they got to do. But my opinion is you're working and it's not your fault for, you know, criminals. And, and that's what it is. They're criminals. And and the people that answer the phone have to do customer service or whatever has to deal with these corporations that have no no whatsoever uh, concern for the uh, consumer. They I don't agree with you. Whatsoever. I think everyone so, agrees so with who you. Do you. Who do you complain to? Like, there should just be a... Well, but, but I mean, who on do some you, level... Though, how do you which, have a say? Right, okay. But can I just... Can I propose this? On some level, don't you get tired of fighting? Like, you have to go out on the road every week. You have to deal with all this stuff every time. It's always the same. It's not always the same. I get shit done. I get shit taken care of a lot of times. Okay, but... I, I What... You don't even know what I'm going to say. No, about fighting. Like, I'll have things turned around. No, but know? those are things that when they don't have a workout room, they're not going to build you a workout no, room. that's obvious. Have you ever just accepted things? Like, yes, I do. I go, oh. Because like, doesn't it get tired of fighting everything or being like, I've got to tell this person what I really think? Like, most people just, they just go, okay, and they like, they let it roll off because it's too and much aggravation to constantly be angry about every injustice that happens in Those the people world. are Canadians. And second of all, I'm not angry about everything. No, they're not. Like, they're just regular people that just go through life. Like, yeah, trust me, I, I, it's amazing to me how f- few people get angry about stuff. Like, you know, th- there'll be our, our post office, for example, it's is one fucking- of the worst places post office war cannot be worse than that like honestly it's it's they're fucking they're the worst they're the, they they're the it's the worst wor- they're hillsborough they're post mean, office is the worst post they office. yell at you they're incompetent they 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 do like i've had huge fights in there with them you fell and busted your head open that's how bad that place is. <laughs> i fainted in there um that's true no, but they uh, they probably let me fucking lay there for two hours. They lost a five hundred dollar lighter of mine that I mailed to. And then they just go, I don't. They don't care. Five hundred dollar lighter. When and they I don't smoke. have any of that like customers always write stuff. They just the customers never write. Never write. Hillsborough Post Office. The customer is never. So they'll right. be like, you know, four of them working there, but they'll only have one line open. And then there's there's always like a forty minute wait. It's horrible. They took the clock out because the, so people couldn't. But no one ever says anything. Like I've never been in there where anyone else has ever been. Like you want to put somebody else on another line. Like if somebody ever said anything, I'd kind of applaud or something. I say stuff all the time. No, on the I line. know. But even when you say stuff, nobody ever gets behind it. Like I've had people under their breath go, "Yeah, this stinks." But who's that guy? I can never remember his name. He's on the Jim Brewer show. He's so funny. Pete Corielli. Pete Corielli has a joke where he's like, "You're in line." And you're like, uh, he was, you know, you think everyone else is going to be on your side. And he was in like 7-Eleven. He's like, what? You want to get somebody else on one of the, you know, open up another line? And the guy in front of him turned around and goes, you want to have a little patience? <laughs> <laughs> like you think everyone's going to be like, yeah, you go. Well, Man it, of the people. But everyone else is like, hey, hey, settle down. Everyone's just trying to do their job. <laughs> Well, the Hillsborough Post Office is the worst. It, it, you wonder why the post office isn't making it isn't making any money uh, because of the Hillsborough Post Office. They're ruining it for every other post office in this country. Uh, and you know, I was in you know, and I say this on stage, I, a little dumb bit, but I was in a diner and I said to the girl, "Do you have turkey burgers?" And she said, "We used to." Well, well, really? Well, and I well, why but, but, don't you sit down and we'll reminisce the good old days? <laughs> that's you know, funny. You but know, can I just oh, say Oh, thank one you thing? for validating my funny joke. Oh, okay. So it's not funny. Go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> see you how mean you that? are? I just, so I just tricked you into being, see how mean Really? It, no, yeah. I am mean. I'm an asshole. I say it all the time. I'm a fucking cunt. People go, oh, do you find it hard to get ahead because you're a fucking cunt? <laughs> no, I don't. Who says that? <laughs> Actually, your friend Matt said it in the... Remember your friend Matt came into the green room and he oh, was yeah. like, he's an actor and he was like talking about his days on Broadway and like, 
he's a this is this is our world (laughs) these small rooms where we live our lives he was talking about the green room he was so dramatic he first of all he made my friend maria do an acting exercise with him but he didn't tell her what the acting exercise so he made her sit like right in front of him and she was like looking at me i didn't want to be mean to him because he's your friend i thought he was your cousin actually but um then so i just let it happen like i didn't save her at all and he's I think he had a few drinks and he was like staring into her eyes and he goes, you have a nice smile. And she was like, thank you. He goes, no, you have a nice smile. And then she was like, I have a nice smile. And he says, and then she goes, you have a nice smile. No, she said, you have a nice smile. Oh, he it's goes, a Meisner I don't know. It was some weird thing. And then he, but he wouldn't tell her, like, just repeat what I say. And then he was like, he was getting really frustrated with her. And he was like, you have a nice smile. And then she was like, you have nice eyes. Like, she didn't know what to say. And he goes, just say what I say. Like, it took so it's, long. It's, it was well, so awkward and uncomfortable. Well, first I grew up with him, and he was a, he was a dancer. He, you know, like Broadway dancer, this and that. And, you know, I keep, whenever I'm in D.C. area, him. This you know, is I was, our world. But I, was, I was better <laughs> friends with his younger brother. I was better friends, but I was friends with him, too. But he came backstage, and he truly was giving me an anxiety attack before I had to go on stage. He's talking about growing up and high school, and you know, I'm thinking back in my past. And I'm going, I'm getting anxiety, and I, and he's, he's going, this is our world, and he's, you know, he's doing extra work on fucking. Uh, oh, don't bring no, no, that he, up. No, no, like he's. Mean. I'm not being mean, but he was giving me, you know, listen, he's very talented. The dude knows how to dance. I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> He does know how to dance. He can do like that fucking thing where you spin and shit, okay? And he and I'm not being mean. I'm just saying he gave me fucking anxiety, and he's a good friend. I'm not gonna say leave because you're you know you're my good friend. But before you know you're going on. Well, stage, how many people come out of Plainfield and can go dance on Broadway? He could dance. I mean, I mean, I don't think not, you know, a, not too listen, many. Uh, when the first ro- there's listen, only four white people in your whole high listen. School. First of all, Mick Jagger doesn't let people backstage. I heard and stuff. They don't talk. You can't talk to the Stones before they go on. You know. Oh, you're going to start implementing that. Well, what I'm saying is, you know, before I'm going on, give me 15 minutes. You know, I can't have people back there giving me anxiety he's like you know and i mean there was some cool stories he had from uh house of cards and stuff you know but it's just i need time you know i'm going on in at a theater there was you know there was a funny moment when rich said uh you get any lines he goes no i don't want them (laughs) so like it was so pretentious but it was weirdly like well it was like the pretentious uh well I could see his the point. Pretentious extra. I won't speak. Don't ask me to. <laughs> no, because he could keep coming back as if he speaks. Right. And if he, he speaks, he can't come he back. He can't come back. But if I know. He, I get if he it. But it was speak, funny. All right. Uh, um, I think we're almost done. No, we're not almost done. We haven't even yeah. gotten started. Yes. Uh, no, because we stopped at twenty-four. We're at thirty-one. So we that's have four only, more minutes. That's only fifty-five. What you got to give him exactly an hour? Yeah. I think people like that. It's it's nice boundaries. They know how much time, like if they're on the treadmill or I don't know what, I can't imagine where people would listen to this shit, but. Uh, you know, see, I like, I know how to do things and get things done. Like I want to get this car. So people would go to the car a lot. Try, I called the dude. I said, look, this is the car I want. This is the car I'm going to bring I don't understand back. the segue. Well, hold on. First of all, let's back up and just understand that segue. Okay, you're the talking segue. about your friend Matt. You're, no, because you're saying. And then saying, you go, I know how to get things done. No, because you're saying, do you ever like call a place and just accept things the way they are? Do I? I know you have like, your own way of doing things, I like and, to and, get and things, it works out yes. sometimes. But it is it works it is out hard to time. be the partner of the person who's. Making a scene. It it's is all, hard. It's also hard to be the partner of the of the person who doesn't have your back. You know how many times me and Bonnie have gotten into arguments, or I've gotten arguments, because and you, she because, takes the other person's no, side. because it's just a natural thing. You have good cop, bad cop. It's an absolutely natural thing. Every relationship does it. It. You don't want to oh. be two bad cops because then you're like serial killers. It's bizarre to have two people yelling at one person. Okay, let me You've tell you. You've always got to have one person tempering no. the situation. The other day in our hotel, 
We go out Saturday. Good cop, bad cop. Every every relationship. Okay, let me tell the you. Most this. relationships, the good cop, bad cop switches. So sometimes the wife is the bad cop. Sometimes the okay. Let me tell but you. But in our I'm relationship, going. we were. I we, never get we to had be a very that. stressful week on the road weekend. You know, the car had to go into the shop. There was a lot of stuff, and then Saturday we left to take uh, Raina to D.C., which was very stressful because it was all traffic and kites and Asian people. You know, uh, so it took us like an hour to drive in. Yeah. You know, a couple miles. Oh, are you going to do the hotel room? Yeah. So, no, yeah, yeah. No, let me tell you what I'm dealing with. So, we we don't always get our hotel room clean. When I'm on the road by myself, I get my... If I'm on the road for four days, I might have it clean once. I don't want... I, I'll get clean every I, day. I let the maid... What, what a treat for... No, no, because I don't want the maids to have to work. I try to... I, I look they out... They want to work so that they can get paid. They don't get paid unless they... They get paid they, by the hour. They don't get paid by the room. They're not doing the piece tips, work. The tips. Uh, whatever. I give them a, a, would you rather get a $4 tip Every or a $5 tip and then not clean the room or. But you don't just walk over and give them a $4 tip. Thanks I for not five. cleaning my room. No, I'm saying I would rather not clean the room and not have the five bucks get to relax for fucking an hour or two. Anyhow, whatever. I just don't put the maids to work a lot when I'm on the road. So Saturday. In D.C. or Arlington, where we were, we were leaving for the day. We wanted our room clean. It was quite messy. We needed towels. So we left at 1030. We come back at 234 hours. Later, I walk in the room is not even touched. And I'm pissed off. Bonnie's pissed off. We're both mad. Four hours. We're mad. We didn't have them cleaning on Friday. But Saturday, can you do it? They don't. And I call the front desk and I say, you know, we were gone for four hours. How come our room's not Again, clean? Again, your voice is okay. so different than it no, really was. No, even if I was mad, even if I yelled, we were gone for four hours. And then she was snotty and she said. No, no, but she was snotty because this is what you said. Yes, we were gone from this time to this time. Our room was not cleaned. Why? Yes, yeah, why? I know, but the way you yeah, said it was it like, it, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, it was jarring. Why? And then I said to her. So then she was snotty, I'm sure, because yeah, she goes, you, uh, where? you've now set it up that she's got to defend herself. No. Yes. Our room's not clean for four hours. Why? You weren't. You didn't say why. You didn't say, uh, I would like to inquire as to why. No. No, because I didn't. You said it very, very uh, pointed. We were both mad. Yes, but I'm okay. just saying. Look. Okay, so I don't switch from one emotion. But you don't act like. And then she was snotty to me. You you have to know that you put you set that up. No, they set it up by not cleaning the room. Okay. Right? Were you is aggravated? Well, that, the girl that you were talking to wasn't in charge of cleaning the room. So now she's, to get what you want, you've set up that she's going. Like you're acting like, and then she was snotty to me. Yes. It's like, it would be hard not to be after that. Well, one. yes, she should have said, "You know what, sir? I see your anger. I could see why you're upset." It's hard. People are not that amazing. They are when it comes to. That's why businesses fail because people don't care about the consumer. It's not that. It's the, it's I just was, a natural impulsive reaction when someone's kind of yelling at you to put on a bit of a like. I wasn't yelling at her. I didn't front. yell. I didn't yell. Yell. I just said our room hasn't been cleaned. Why? I didn't go scream Rich, or yell. You were you were so like whatever it was, like that anger that was it was coming out. You were definitely making your point. No. And and the other reason is because, you know, but, if but I was this, on the road by myself, I would have been a lot more mellow about it. You came in a room mad too, so now we have don't two blame it on me. We have two mad people, so I gotta I gotta uh relay a message to no, 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 and no, for no, two no, mad no, people. No, you can you, uh, look. I'm not gonna. No, don't try yes. to drag me in. Were you mad? I was disappointed. Yeah. No, you weren't. You were mad. I didn't. Wh what did I do that would suggest that I was mad? You threw it. You threw the chair through the plate glass window. <laughs> that was just for fun. <laughs> okay. You you ran up and down the hall screaming. I'll How never stay. Dare you? <laughs> I'll never stay here I again. I was like this. I was like, I hope you get AIDS. So, <laughs> but that was just a joke to the maid that didn't clean the room. Well, I just, was that overreacting? Oh, do, a, do our read again. Hey, you know what? Oh, eh. Okay, first of all, let me just say, don't drag me. You're, you're in charge of your emotions. I'm not in charge of your emotions. You're, you are. And, and when things don't go your way, you let them rip. You no. don't 
try to temper your own emotions. You're like a four-year-old that way. It's not true. I'm surprised you don't cry when you don't get things that you want. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the promo code WIFE to get 33% off. You're not going to cry with this offer because it's everything you want. Tweakedaudio.com. T-W-E-A-K-E-D-A-U-D-I-O.com. Use promo code WIFE. Get 33% off. They're amazing. All right. Earbuds and uh, headphones. All right, let's, let's do and, uh, some plugs. It's great. This weekend, I'm at Magoobie's outside of, uh, in Baltimore, Magoobie's Comedy Club. When is it? Uh, Friday, Saturday. Wednesday night, our movie's at the Friars That's Club. That's a pretty good club. Magoobie's, I remember I packed club. it out last time I was it's there. It's a great club. I, I sold it gonna, out. Uh, you sold bonus. it out? I got a bonus. You did get a bonus? Yeah, and last week, I got a bonus, too. Where were you last week? At uh, Brick 46. Good. You didn't tell me you got a bonus. I did. Uh, here's the deal. Fr- Wednesday, our movie's in the Friars Club Film Festival. Wednesday night. Oh, shit. Magoobies this weekend. I got a lot We're going to have some celebrities up. there at the screening, too. I don't want to say who it is. Oh. I don't want to use them to promote, but we do have some people in the f- movie coming to see the movie. I'm starving. Why don't you make something to eat for us? Did you have breakfast? You make good eggs. You didn't make breakfast? Why? Who's that? I was doing an impression of you. Uh, um, now, what are we going to call this? Cause we have, I'm not going to make you breakfast. What are we going to call this podcast? I got too many things to do. What are we going to call this podcast? Um, I don't know. That's These are things that you think of after you hang up. I mean, after you shut it down. Good. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. We're going to have a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start talking really fast. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.